0: Here with another My Tribe podcast, and the guy I got here with me today—it's actually his second performance on the My Tribe, but it's his first where we're focused just on him. And he's got the smile of, and the personality of, and just the all-round vibe of someone that could have his own podcast and the world would listen. I'm so thrilled to have with me today none only none other than Bruno. What up, man? Uh- how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. This Welcome. Welcome, and thanks for joining. Of course. This is big time. This is, you know, I mean, you're the, you're the host and
1: everything, but I guess I'm, you know, this is big time for me. Big time. It's about
0: you. This I about mean, you. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, like it. I don't want to raise expectations too high right out of the gate. But if I'm not mistaken, you spent a little time at the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. That's
1: that is true. I've uh, I'm experienced with a microphone in my face.
0: Yeah, that's correct. And you may yeah. have, you may or may not have interned at uh an incredible W E I morning show. Where, where did. did you intern?
1: I did. I did. I I, I interned for the Dennis. And Callahan show back when Dennis was still around back when Callahan was still around. Absolutely. Now I should say that, but yeah, I didn't do anything. I found stats and got them breakfast down at the cafeteria,
2: you, you, uh, you but it
1: certainly them. was interesting yeah. being part of that show. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I always thought you had a future in broadcasting if you wanted it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. A different I, route.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I, you know, like all, m- many, many things and you know, it's one of those things I, I kick myself in the ass about, you know. Look back and I'm like, nah, I probably should have just, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> it didn't happen. I have a great job now. <laughs> it's fine. No big deal.
2: No big
0: deal.
1: I mean, I should be on with Felger, but it's whatever. It's totally fine.
0: <laughs> it's, totally, it's totally fine.
2: It's totally fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um... All right, so you and I, Brune, met at Wheaton, both class of two thousand. Um, Franco Michael Bruno is the full yeah. name, but we don't use it. We don't use No, it. uh,
1: yeah, it's kind of it's one of those weird things too, because it, it, you know, my whole life has been a cluster when it comes to my name. At like the first day of school, it'd be like. You know, taking attendance, to so say be like, Franco. I'd be like, ugh, so embarrassed. No, it's just Michael. Um, and so, and, because, and the reason being is my parents named me Franco, but no, neither of them ever called me that, ever. Where'd it,
0: where'd it come from?
1: It's my father's name. Okay, okay. <laughs> right? So, so for them to name me that, neither of them ever, not once, call me that it's so weird in itself. And then, um, and then it's just funny, like, you know, as you grow up and as you become an adult, you know, organically, whatever group I'm in, friends, work, um, teams, um, athletics, whatever, ultimately organically, it just, ah, Bruno happens, just happens, you know, like you know me for three weeks and you're going to start calling me Bruno. That's it. (laughs) And so, um, and so now, I mean, I introduce myself as Bruno. I'll play golf and get paired up with some random guys, and they ask me what my name is. My name is Bruno. I go to work. I'm in a meeting. I introduce myself as Bruno.
0: That's it. It's so weird because I don't even think about it as your last name. Right. It's just your name. You're like Prince. Prince. Yeah. Like you've got or Madonna. One. Yeah. yeah. Prince, Madonna, whatever. And <laughs> one name. I never okay. think about it as i'm calling you by your last name That's right not in like fact a lot butler. of people
1: a lot of people will say hey bruno what's your last name yeah yeah it happens a lot
0: <laughs> so when i call butler butler like i i know i'm saying his last name and then right. my buddy murph from home his you know how you all have to put senior quotes yeah in, uh, the his the yearbook his senior quote was one from one of our best friends for like eight years and the quote was hey murph what's your last name
2: nice (laughs) yeah exactly
0: exactly the broom Um, all right let's go to wheaton um we get to wheaton you're playing soccer i'm playing hoops yeah um where'd you live freshman year clark so you were no you were lower campus for a year
1: I was I was Clark. No, Clark? No. Yeah, what's the one that Clark Mc,
0: McIntyre? Yeah, the YMCA quad there or whatever. I was in McIntyre. No, Clark
1: or McIntyre. I can't How remember many
0: years McIntyre. were you lower campus? I just think two. of you as all upper campus. You were two, two years? Yeah, dude. Wow. So I have the so worst the thing, memory.
1: So, so there was – So I had a triple. I guess it was McIntyre. What's the one – What's the first one?
0: Young – I mean, I think of it as one. Young was
1: the, yeah, Young was here. McIntyre,
0: Clark, and I don't know the other one.
1: Yeah, so I, I was in, I think I was in Clark. And then I believe McIntyre my sophomore year. There was a, like, a, it was funny. Do you remember Jen Ramos? No. You don't remember Jen Ramos? No. She was a year or two ahead of us, but she, she we were friendly with her. And um, she had a friend who who was like the R.A. Would call them R.A.'s? What did we call them?
0: Yep, R.A.'s, yep. R.A.'s.
1: And And he lived in McIntyre I think it was McIntyre, whatever I can't remember. Um, but it was a like one-bedroom suite with a bathroom. And she had told us going into the lottery that that was going to be open for not RAs anymore. That was going to be open for anybody. And we were the only people that knew that. So by the time we got down to our number, because we' had shitty numbers, from the lottery it was open and so the three of us grabbed it me and my two roommates from my freshman year so we had our own bathroom sophomore it was great wow yeah it was great
0: see that makes sense because i picked i think of you as upper campus but so you were lower campus but you were living large even lower by
1: campus yeah two years lower campus then stanton basement and then
0: everett <laughs> stanton <Basement>.
1: yeah man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel like Stanton Basement followed by Everett. Was it Everett Third Floor? Yeah. That was the big time. Everett Third Floor was the Everett big Everett
1: Third time. Floor single.
2: Yo. What's up? That's the big time.
1: <laughs> Which is so ridiculous, right? Because if anyone who went to any other cool college is listening to us right now, they'd be like, you guys are a bunch of fucking losers. What do you mean you lived on campus four years? What? <laughs> and it's five, so true. Like I have friends maybe. that like don't even go to like big schools, but they, whatever schools. They're like, oh yeah, no, we got an apartment set sophomore year. And we're like, really? Because I had a forced triple. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <at> least- <laughs> I, I had to share a bathroom with five hundred other kids.
0: At least, at least you made it to the apex every third floor. I guess. Yeah,
1: I guess. I guess.
0: Yeah, the shared bathroom thing, man. I mean, I don't know if we've talked about this other times, but the co-ed thing in Meadows, which was everywhere there, but, like, the co-ed bathrooms to start my freshman year were just the – Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's be it. honest.
1: I mean, I had secret single bathrooms throughout campus that I knew of that I wouldn't tell anybody about.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, and there's plenty of time. you know, you walk into the bathroom – having to go number two and there's like three chicks brushing their teeth. And you're like, I can't go to the bathroom. This is insane. What are we doing? You run to the fucking library.
2: <laughs> uh, the worst. So,
0: so I don't, you probably know this, but our strategy freshman year and it carried over to sophomore year was, uh, we just all regulated ourselves. So we would wait till all four stalls were open and then like me, Pete, Janu and Madden with all, with all four, four in a row. So now if someone comes in, sorry, all four are taken. Yeah,
1: see, that even sounds gross to me. Like, I oh. couldn't do that.
0: Oh, was disgusting. I need,
1: I need was to be disgusting. alone. I want to be alone. I want no sound. I want no threat of someone coming in. I don't want, I don't want any of that. I need to find my private place to do my business. <laughs> So I no, I would never sit down with three of my friends and go, "Let's go take a <laughs> shit No, I wouldn't do that, yeah, no. no offense to the to the guys you named, but no, I would not do that.
0: <laughs> well, I was the same way as you for eighteen years, and then for the twenty one years since, but for three for two years in Meadows, we had to make it work, yeah uh, but we also weren't as crafty as you. I mean that's part of my point. You just yeah. understood wheat on a bit on a higher level than us. So I would have never thought to run to the library. Like I had my. So there was a
1: secret. Yeah. There was a secret bathroom in. I think it was McIntyre. And it was a secret single bathroom with a door that locked. (laughs) And so.
0: Real luxury.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I didn't tell anybody. When I found it, I didn't tell anybody because I didn't want anyone there. And when I did go there and it was fucking locked, I was furious. (laughs) Oh, sucked. Because then I had to run to the library. (laughs) But uh, anyways, uh, so yes, Wheaton, same year. But you and I, although I knew who you were, obviously, because you're you and Wheaton obviously is kind of small, so you kind of knew everybody anyways, but I knew who you were. But we didn't really... We didn't roll for at least two years.
0: I don't think we rolled at all until junior year. Yeah, when we got White House, and that brought us to Upper Campus, and and had us branch out a bit. To be honest, I mean, yeah, we had a blast for two years in Meadows, but we we were a close knit group, and we yeah. had the people we hung out with, and, and we yeah. weren't great, weren't great at expanding out. We expanded out with Schliemann and those guys a bit. They had that quad, but yeah. No, you were you were winning lip sync contests, and I was playing uh, Madden on Thursday right. for a couple. Right. Of- yeah. <laughs> so
1: you- yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. I won a lip- the lip sync contest my sophomore year. Funny story. Did I tell you this story?
0: Um, I don't know.
2: I want to hear. So,
1: it. so funny story is, um, Jesus Christ, I can't remember her last name. Uh, I know where her last name is now, but anyways, Drew goes to kindergarten here. We have our school across the street. And uh and Rach brings him over for like orientation. And then the kids go do stuff. And the teacher says to Rachel, um, is your husband Michael, Bruno, that went to Wheaton College? And obviously Rachel like takes a big gulp and it's like, fuck. <laughs> oh no. What did he do? <laughs> and so she's like, yes. And so she's like, I know your husband. I went to college with your husband. He, when he was 19, beat me in a lip-sync contest when I was a senior. (laughs) He shouldn't have even been there (laughs) because he wasn't even 21 yet. (laughs) Timmy, I have no fucking idea who this woman is. I feel like I've never seen her in my life. I hope she never hears this because she'd be horrified,
0: but You just beat everybody in your path. You weren't worried about it. But I don't know who she is.
1: (laughs) Anyways, her name's Sarah. Um, But uh, How many did you win? Three straight? Yeah, three straight. So, well, four. I won four. I thought so. So, the only reason why I won four is they had one my sophomore year. So, spring, sophomore year. Got it. They had two junior year. So both semesters, fall and spring, and then they had one senior year. So yeah, I'm a four time champ. Four
0: in a row. Was it was it like four for four? I'm not not, I don't even remember, but was it like a Bruno invitational by the end? Was it like over before it started?
1: Well, you know obviously you remember Lefty and Lefty was so great at pumping up my brain, my head, it was so funny. He'd be like, he'd be like, Wait a minute, you're not going last? You're the champ. You're the champ. (laughs) You get you go tell DJ Chooch that you go last. You're <laughs> brutal, you know. Something like that kind of stuff. It was so funny. Um, I can so, so th- no, it was not. You know what? It's funny. Bobby B was good about it. Bobby B was hilarious. He loved having me. You remember him, the DJ, yep, yep. DJ Bobby B. Yeah. And then when Chooch took over, he was just kind of more like, you know. He didn't really like like me too. We weren't friends, so he wasn't. You know, there was no favoritism. Yeah, Uh, but it was fun, man. That stuff was fun.
0: Yeah, man, killed it, man. But crazy. So, junior year, I feel like we started to get a little more in tune through Lefty, a part of it. Through Lefty, through some of the soccer guys that were living in the house. Yeah. Um, and then we had a place where you would come. I mean, White House had stuff going on, and you didn't. You
1: weren't right. and all I feel time, like but- I feel like towards the end of junior year we were really I'm, I'm not gonna say close but we were like we were pretty close by the end of junior year it was like I'm kind of happy and that's so you anyways to like just you and those guys to like just meet someone and, and just be so cool and accept me whatever it was just like Boom,
0: we're friends. All in. Yep, all yeah, all in. Let's do this. Let's do, this. Yeah. Let's do everything that comes with it now. <laughs> yeah, so good. Yeah, but you totally. didn't come to the Bahamas with us junior year. I did right? not. No, so well, my been... only trip was South Padre, with senior yeah. year. But I feel like, I feel like, if if if. That was the. That's an example of we weren't quite there yet in the beginning of junior year when you would have been planning a trip. But right. then by the time we went, if you were with us, it would have made perfect sense.
1: Totally. Um, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. But I, you know what's funny, especially over the last couple of years since, you know, we've gotten really close, you know, over the last couple of decades. And with all the other guys and as we reminisce about school and I hear some of your podcasts and, and you know, the, some of the stories you guys tell. But I always think about like what? what would happen if I was in Meadows on your floor? Oh, like what, like what, how would that have changed? A, my college, like who, like it just would have been so different. And yeah. I don't know, probably better. <laughs> I don't know. It's
0: just it so weird. Changed mine. It would have changed mine because I'll tell you, freshman year, it was me, Pete, Janu, Sekou, and Madden, right? And that was the solid five. And Sekou was just like me and you. Like, where are we going tonight? What are we doing? Yeah. How are we getting there? What's this? How's it happening? What time? And like, so when I had Sekou there, like, I had this other ball of energy yeah. socially. Right. So it was always a push and pull with Janu and Butler, and then of course Madden being the fifth vote, although he was always going to do his own thing no matter what. Right. And uh, but then Sekou left. So and then we replaced Sekou in the like crew with yours who, who four years later is making well, you can't get him them.
1: out of the club
0: yeah, yeah. So it was like sophomore year i mean obviously we still had a blast but sometimes i'd just be looking around like does anyone want to get motivated here to do anything uh yeah
1: i always tell the story and it's just so funny when we were living in 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 Alston I remember going to Great Scott (laughs) with and the cover charge was five (laughs) dollars and I uh, like you know like of course I took out five dollars I gave it to the doorman I walked inside one other like, I don't know one other person out of like the five of us came in and like I'm like what's going on like well Jurgs won't pay the five dollars so he went (laughs) and the other guys don't know if they should come in or not it's like, what? What?
2: What do you mean? I'll, I'll
1: give him fucking $5. Get in here. What are you doing?
0: It's indescribable. It's, I'm, it's
2: just,
0: it's been consistent. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah that's true. $5. Yeah,
0: five bucks. So
1: but to allow me to go in and pay.
0: Yeah.
2: And they're just
1: like,
0: what? Five? Nope. And it's like. Going home. The way he says it, it's as if it's like insulting that they would charge him five
1: dollars. One hundred percent, because because I and I and I was just thinking this. I would have probably offered him five dollars, and he would have been like, "No."
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's principle. It's principle. No. <laughs> I'm not giving Great Scott five dollars to enter their door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and it got even worse when McCullum was living with us, and you remember he. McCollum would get home late from, like, campaigning and just be dying for someone to go out. And Jurgs was unemployed. And he'd be like, Jurgs, you got to come out with me. And Jurgs would be like, no. And by the time they left the house, McCollum would have, like, paid $30. And said he would buy his beer.
1: Totally. 100%. Just come with me, and I'll buy everything.
2: I'm out. (laughs) So funny.
0: Yeah, so if you had lived near me freshman or sophomore year, I think, I think I would have known a lot more people to be honest with you. Uh, and then yeah. Butler would have been like, "Do I go with them? Do I not? What do I do?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: I was also, and I and I and I will fully admit this. I mean, I've been immature my pretty much my whole life, but I was really immature in freshman and sophomore and junior year. Like I just. I look back and I'm like, wow! I really should have been better <laughs> with my with my decision making. Um, so, anyways, so then I think about stuff like that and I'm like, well, maybe I met those guys at the right time.
2: Yeah, no, that's a
0: good that's a good point. Yeah, certainly for me it was because I was glad that um I was glad that our you know it's weird that you leave college with a friend where like it's sort of like the friendship is gaining momentum. Yeah. As true, can, right? Like
1: normally 100%.
0: You hit a high and Yeah, man. You're hoping to maintain. You're yeah. still gaining momentum. I mean You we
1: really were. 100%. Wow. Yeah, per- yeah, well said. Yeah, that's right. And you know what's funny too? And one of the things I do regret though, and this was you called me or asked me at the end of junior year to live in White House, okay. and I said no because I felt guilty because I had my roommate who I'd been with for three years, Mark. Yeah, um, who we don't really talk anymore now. I mean, not because we don't like each other, just because you know life happens or whatever. But um, I regret not living in that White House. That would have been that would have been a good move for me. <laughs>
0: Listen, I think it would have been a good move and you'd have loved it, but there would have been a lot of, there were plenty of days where you were, it was probably nice to go back to your single in Everett and like have, yeah, that's probably like you true. Said, have some space because it was, it was not easy to get space at White House. It was, yeah. it was one big living room despite the singles. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so,
1: yeah, there probably, I probably would have punched Schliemann and <laughs> Georgie and
0: everybody. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. (laughs) Uh, um, So you came to South Padre with us, junior, Mm. uh, senior year. There was 25
2: of us, I think, on that trip.
1: Was it that baby?
2: I think it was.
0: It was pretty close. And it was like, if I recall, for girls, it was Della. And then it was Anna Schliemann, I think. And uh, maybe a friend or two of hers.
1: Yeah, there were two other girls.
0: That girl, Allison, was she on the trip? But anyways, it was like 20 guys. Yeah. The point of the story. Uh, Yeah. And that was uh, not something we'll go through the minute-to-minute details of, but it was a fantastic.
1: (laughs) No, no, we had a great time. I I got sick, I think, there. I got sick and I had to go to the doctor while I was down there. Did you really? Because my throat, yeah, like I... I think in hindsight, what happened was, is I drank so much and passed out with, like, my head back that I snored so hard (laughs) that, like, I, like, my, what is it called? My little punching bag thing? What do you call that?
0: Esophagus or whatever? No. No, the
1: little thing that hangs down? Yeah, I know. I don't know the name. It was so swollen that it was, like, like, when I swallowed, it was like I was swallowing food because the thing (laughs) was, (laughs) like, so big and irritating i think from me snoring so hard um so anyways i had to go and i don't know it was bad
0: i I do not at all remember you going to the doctor's yeah
1: i went to like a clinic well you know i snuck away (laughs) quick visit to the clinic
0: (laughs) back ready to go
1: yeah um but yeah man no that was a fun trip i i honestly i don't remember much of it
0: no it's I remember and, big clubs at night. I remember Vanilla Ice.
1: Yeah, oh, Vanilla Ice was there. Yeah, I met um, a couple of nice young ladies. Um, I remember, and um, rain-filled, which is Mexico. Oh, that was ridiculous! <laughs> what a dumb idea! Whose idea was that?
0: Well, it was probably mine. But by the way, we go in the club and it's a perfectly normal night, and we come out and there's a flood. No,
1: it wasn't a perfectly normal night. What?
0: There was no one there. There was no okay. one there.
1: We yeah. left. We yeah. left. True. True. We left Spring Break USA yeah. to go to not Spring Break Mexico. Yeah,
0: it was awful.
1: It was a dumb,
0: In empty, like a deserted club. town. We paid for a bus, oh. but when I met the kids, the weather was fine, and then we oh, combined. the little kids
1: begging for money and selling oh, cigarettes. Oh. Oh, we didn't no. even need passports, did we? No, no.
0: no. <laughs> Not even sure it was Mexico. It might have still been. Mexico. We didn't need anything.
1: Do we need a license?
0: We didn't need anything. We just walked
1: across the border and jumped in a club. We took a bus to a border. They dropped us off. We walked yeah. across and uh, went to a club, uh, and probably all got
0: hepatitis. something. Something from dirty water. Ugh. So
1: was, gross. Yeah. All um, right. But yeah, no, that was a good trip. I can't remember who what the other girls were. I remember it was probably my first. I mean, I'd met Big Nick before, but that was like my first hanging out probably with Big Nick.
2: Yeah.
0: And um, that was the week he came down. Oh, he came yeah. He down like my friend that was college age. And then he hurt his back terribly while we were there. And then his life changed in a beautiful yeah. way when he got back, when he got some life news. Uh, right. But, uh, yeah, right. so that would have been your first time with him. And then McCollum was with us. That would have been your first time. First time with McCollum, I think, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, that yeah. was that was a good relationship for you guys to start at that point yeah. in life. Totally. You guys didn't need each other four years earlier. <laughs> He's a good dude. Oh, of course. Of course.
2: <laughs>
0: um. Yeah, that was that was a great trip. And then the other thing, um, just another thing I remember from senior year is our graduation. I was just, I haven't, I had, that's one of my things I want to talk about. Is that picture? Of me and you? Yes.
1: Like, probably the only two dudes <laughs> yes. in, at Wheaton College, bawling our eyes out. <laughs> Keeping the picture. That was so sad. So sad. And like I'm looking around, I'm like, why? Why
0: is no one else sad? <laughs>
1: yeah. And then I saw you. I'm like, Timmy's sad.
0: <laughs> my face in that picture, you can tell I've been crying for an hour. It's not yeah. like I just started crying. <laughs> Dude, I started crying as soon as like
1: the bagpipes or like the procession, <laughs> like the whole thing, the bells. I'm like, oh my god, it was a beautiful day. Granted, I, I was, you know, had been drinking till five in the morning. And so I was probably a little overtired and emotional. And I don't know. It was, uh, it was a very emotional day. But yes, I do remember crying with you and pretty much being the only two, maybe even people not even else <laughs> yeah. probably only two people
0: <laughs> crying <laughs> else is like ready to get out of their 1500 person small liberal arts college yeah
1: totally oh god this place
0: sucks yeah. and i was like no i want four more years
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh,
0: now. I'm so yeah. glad someone took that picture yeah do you have it i don't have, I it. have it yeah i definitely have it in like oh, one of these good. like collage collections or something yeah uh, good. So, yeah. all right. So after Wheaton, we really had our friendship take off on a new level. Was at eleven price in Alston. Yeah, I I've told the story on this podcast already, but uh, I get home from Europe with Butler. Uh, November fifteenth, we flew back. I immediately start looking at apartments in Boston. Um, Jurgs is kind of in Butler's in. Myrick is kind of in. We need one more, and ideally, we need one with a job,
2: <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah. We can, so we can hopefully get a lease. Right. And oh, just God. for the record,
1: for the record here, I was not the first choice, which is fine. Who was? Who was
0: the first choice? Oh, Jeanu. Yeah, that's that's probably true. No, that's true. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's okay. Got it. Yeah, I don't remember true. that, but I'm saying that's probably. Well,
1: I think you do, and you still don't want to say it, but. Uh, so Janu was the first, that's uh, not second choice. That's totally fine. Uh, but um, so meanwhile, as you were gallivanting around Europe with your cousin and Butler and doing all these things, I had graduated in May and two weeks later started my job at Enterprise Rent-A-Car. So I was living at my house with my mom in Framingham. <laughs> And working at Enterprise Renica, which also happens to be the worst job in the history of jobs. So, those two things were happening. Then,
2: <laughs>
1: you you reach out to me in like, I don't know, what, Dece- early December? Late November?
0: Very, very early December, yeah.
1: Yeah. Hey, do you want to move to Brighton? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, 100%. I'm in. What do you need? Sign the paperwork now. Which is funny too because you know, I think about it now and I talk to parents who have kids who are graduating now and like I don't feel like I don't feel like 22-year-olds are moving to the city. Like I don't know. I feel like they're staying home.
0: Yeah, you might be right. I I don't know enough of them to Yeah make a profound statement but I think you're uh it doesn't feel as normal as it was right because it was kind of normal that was kind of what you were supposed to do right I wasn't being I haven't
1: and we haven't I haven't been back home since
0: yeah is it no me neither um yeah and then there's the famous story of course where I've got you on the phone I'm on my the world's first cell phone I'm asking you and you're like, you're just like you said, you're like, I'm all in. This is awesome. But I don't know about this Jeremy Myrick guy.
1: Yeah. I remember like who, who, who else is living there? And you you named them all and you saved Jeremy for last. And I was like, (laughs) I
2: don't
0: don't, What does he think? I don't know. Uh, Yeah. I do remember. I will be, I can say, I do remember really, lying to both of you on that one like because he as we know now was in the back seat being like who's this bruno guy who's this real yeah. character
1: and uh which is so funny too because and i don't I, like nothing ever happened at wheaton college like there was never an incident we never had an altercation yeah like we knew of each other i mean it was wheaton i'm sure there were s- similar crossovers there were crossover girls involved but like nothing ever happened yeah um so it was strange that we both felt that way and um well needless to say it lasted for about 20 minutes when we moved in together
0: yeah i know that was fine yeah I just remember being like, oh, he, no, he's totally cool with it, bro. And like, he, oh, And then, then Myrick's like, what do you say? And I'm like, oh, he said he's totally cool with that Myra guy. It was, I do remember being good. so close to having my boss in an apartment that I had to just push it over. The yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Thankfully it worked out. Yeah. It was good. And that apartment, dude, whoa. Oh. What a place. Perfect, Perfect. place. Perfect place. Oh. I mean, gross.
0: Disgusting.
1: So gross. Especially
0: you and I's bedrooms. Because, not Because Our bedrooms, we
1: were, the smaller ones. We were, but we paid, you know, 20 bucks less a month or whatever.
0: Yeah, we paid 45 less. <laughs> <than> <laughs> a month.
1: So, but we also had, you know, mice. We had uh, one bathroom for five guys.
0: <laughs> so gross. My God. So much gross there. Okay, so you mentioned Iraq. I totally, I remember, um, so I, I have sort of two takes on your Iraq thing, okay? It was clearly the world's worst job. You.
1: I should say this. I should back that up. It's, it was the world's worst job for Bruno, for the Bruin. That's not a job for me.
0: Yes, makes sense.
1: Yeah. took yeah. me too long to realize it.
0: Yep. And you were, you also, in your defense, you weren't working at, like, the enterprise rent-a-car at the airport. You were working yeah. at an enterprise rent-a-car run out of a trailer um, in Dorchester? Is Jamaica right? Plain. Jamaica Plane. okay. No bathroom. No bathroom. So if you had to use the bathroom at work, you had to go...
1: Next door to the body shop?
0: <laughs> Next
1: door like to the body shop.
0: It was sometimes the funniest thing ever was watching you arrive home from work or realize work was getting closer to pulling you back, right? Mm. Sometimes it was the most painful thing ever because you'd get into a mood that there was no shifting from. Uh, but I will say that, like, I, I had a secret kinship with you in that we both had jobs the whole time. Like, there was the whole no- time. You and I had to be working and bringing in money, and we would look at each other and say, We don't understand what these other guys are doing for money.
1: (laughs) We pay the least amount. (laughs) We pay the least amount. We're working the most. (laughs) What are they
0: doing? They stayed home. They didn't even start looking for jobs for the first month. They stayed home all day, every day. They played that basketball game we brought. I, yeah so as much as your job made you miserable i did respect and appreciate that you had a job and you felt like you had to keep said job
1: well if i wanted to do the things i wanted like live in boston and have a couple beers on the weekend i had to work i
2: <laughs> had to work
1: like there's no one was gonna give me money
2: <laughs>
0: and, and they much, all yeah. you know, they God bless them. They all found their way in different ways. Yeah. And it was always looking for jobs. Uh, yeah. And uh, Myrick was in and out and Yerg's was purposely in and out. But all right. Another thing I remember from you there, which I do now, is you and you, you taught me the clicker on your mouth mm. while watching television. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it, but you totally invented that from my perspective. Mm. And I do it to this day. My, yeah. my family yeah. will see me with the
2: clicker on my mouth. Yeah. You.
1: Yeah. I've actually moved now. I think I put it on my
0: shoulder. Ooh, that's a little yes. more sanitary. Yeah, I put it on my, I put it on my shoulder.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it was for sanitary reasons. I just feel like, uh,
0: I don't know why. Anyways. But seeing you laying on a couch after yeah. work, clicker on your mouth, yeah. dinner on the coffee table.
1: Yeah.
2: It was a beautiful that, sight.
1: There's another thing we need to discuss about Bruno in Austin. Okay. So and let me just preface this. So when I when I got to Wheaton College, no, let me just let me fast forward actually. My fall of ninety-nine when I reported to school. Okay, 5'11", 100 <laughs> in like eighty-nine pounds.
2: Okay.
1: I was below one nine, I was below one ninety. So that would have been. September, because I quit soccer. I was doing the play. So I got there September. I was like 190. Fast forward through graduation, stopped playing soccer, kept eating and drinking the same way, got to 11 price. And by the time the Patriots won their first Super Bowl, which was February of 2020, no. Yeah, 2002. Yeah. I was... 263 pounds.
0: That much, yeah. Were you really?
1: 263. So I'd gained 70 plus pounds in two years.
0: I did not realize it was that much.
1: Yeah, it was a it was a crazy time for me. And then you know, obviously I moved out, I started stopped and I stopped working at enterprise. I lost a bunch of weight, but still. As a 22-year-old kid, 23-year-old kid, who was, you know, I, it was just, it was hard. That was a tough, yeah. tough go. Yeah. And I was drinking and smoking butts and just eating pizza by the hand fit, handful. It was was that- so good.
0: It was so gross. And we'll never forget. I, I will never, none of us will ever forget the uh, no carb diet. On oh yeah. this one Where you ate a full rotisserie chicken with your fingers. I was hungry, Tim. I was hungry. And no carbs.
1: No carbs. It's all good. I could have eaten seven pounds of bacon. It would have been totally fine. Was yours right there? Like, Atkins like, diet. Like going, no
0: carbs, bro? No carbs.
1: And by the way. What 23-year-old who drinks a billion Bud Lights on the weekends is going to get into a no-carb diet? So stupid. Yeah, that'll work.
0: All these uh, – and half of these memories when you're having these tough moments, I can just picture Jurgs next to you, like, egging on the tough moment. yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. other thing, the other thing you taught me in Boston, though, was um, you truly taught me what it meant to be a Boston sports fan. Because I didn't realize this, but, like, even growing up in Western Mass, you were just a little more, not removed, but maybe removed. I don't know. You just were, it's just more chill. It was just a little more... Chilled sports fandom, and um, the way you were with all four teams, I was that way growing up with the Celtics yeah. at all times. Like we signed the littlest guy, I'm going crazy. Like we yeah. big moves, I'm going nuts. You know, um, but I wasn't that way um, with the Red Sox. I loved them. I knew I was supposed to love them.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: I certainly wasn't that way with the Patriots. I'm a Patriots convert. Um, I became a Patriots fan in about '96. Right when I went to Wheaton, um, yeah. I grew up a Giants fan, and I've left it completely behind. Um, but my dad was a Giants fan. Nick was a Giants fan. We were yeah. Giants fans. Um, but anyways, I'll, I'll never forget sort of starting to learn from you, like that. It, you, you you sort of, you sort of showed me like it's a full time job. Like you don't get to be a Boston sports fan and then for a couple of days not be a Boston sports fan. You you were like you were like a dude from a movie, how into yeah. it. And so there was the day. Was it the day we signed Manny Ramirez? In uh, the, that was too that. That
1: must have been right when we moved in.
0: Yeah, and you started like on the couch, like it came. That was like back in the day where I think you learned about it on like the five o'clock news, and like you just started Manny. Man, you were going nuts, and next thing Yorgs catches on, and like. And that was like, that was the true beginning of my sock stuff. Never mind that you got me the job as the usher. That really helped me understand baseball and appreciate it. Oh, yeah, it. that's right. Thank you, Furbush. Thank you're listening, thanks, Furbush. <laughs> Thank you, Dad, for me. Um, but uh, so there was the Manny Ramirez. And then the other one was when you slept out on the yeah. eve of the AFC championship game. Yeah. And we were playing at twelve thirty or one, and you arrived home to the apartment at like 11, i eleven thirty. I'll 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 paint the picture here. Please. Okay. Do. So so
1: <laughs> so the Patriots, you know, the year before Belichick's first year, five and eleven. Next year, we're all living together. We watched. The, we actually watched the Baltimore Ravens beat the Giants in the Super Bowl when we first moved in. So that was what 2001 February of 2001 yeah right um and obviously it was a pipe like no one would ever think that the next year we'd be watching the Patriots fast forward AFC championship game Patriots right they had just won the snowball yeah which was incredible at our house unbelievable one of the most incredible sporting events with an incredible group of dudes Ever. Like it was just so incredible and I'm sure I'm sure thousands of Patriots fans could say the same thing about what they were doing on that day. Yep. But this day was truly special. There was just such a good group of guys there. I rem- the whole thing was awesome. So anyways, the next week, now you remember now that was 9 9- 11. That, that was the year 9 11. Yeah. So there was no two weeks between AFC championship and Super Bowl. OK. Because they had paused the season for a week and then started going again, so if we win against the Steelers, which is the AFC Championship game, we're in the Super Bowl the next week. Okay? Yes. So anyway, so so <laughs> i I slept out. I had a girlfriend at the time. I slept at her house in Southie. I'm up at like seven thirty. I get the Herald. I get the Globe. I'm at a diner by myself eating hash and eggs. Reading everything. Yes. Everything. I go back. I tell her goodbye. (laughs) I drive home because in my mind, I'm like, the guys are up. I'm going to come in and we're going to be ready for this game. And I walk in and it's, I think it's close to noon. Like the game starts at 1230, (laughs) probably like 1130. No one was up. Everyone was sleeping. I, 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 it hurt, like, it hurt my heart. Like, I was like, what, what are we doing? How is this possible? And I do remember walking through the house, knocking on everyone's door, being like, are you serious?
2: serious. (laughs) Are you you kidding me? (laughs)
1: It's the AFC Championship game.
0: AFC Championship.
1: (laughs) I do remember doing that. And thank goodness I did
0: yeah no I agree I was fine but with.
1: you know what I do remember about that day Timmy is you coming out of your room like rubbing your eyes like yeah you're right you're right you're right we should be up you're right let's go all right let's go because um, I was learning I was yeah. learning oh man what a, and and then you know the rest is history we win that game I mean Bledsoe hello Uh oh. Brady gets hurt Bledsoe comes in
0: the red white and blue.
1: Ah. Oh. Troy Brown, punt return. Troy Brown, uh, field goal block. Oh, it was awesome. It was <laughs> awesome. What a game. Uh, yeah. And then, and then we beat the greatest show on turf. All at 11 price. Oh, All 11. three of those games happened oh, at 11 price.
0: Best time to be living in Boston. Yeah, it was, man. Holy best crap. Time. That was amazing. It really was. Like, um, definitely taught me what it meant to be a Boston sports fan, and I'm still now I'm that way uh, a lot because of living with you and seeing. Like I said, you you showed me it's a full time job. It's a Sunday also, a championship. Get up early. It's a job. My son wants to say hi.
2: Hi.
0: What's up, Drew? How are you, Bud? Good. Drew, do I like sports? Yeah. was <laughs> how was hockey camp?
2: It was good.
0: Nice. That must have been good to be on the ice. Yeah, man,
1: shook off the cobwebs. He's looking good. Gonna be ready for tryouts.
0: Good work, man. We'll see you soon. Okay.
1: Um. So back to back to um. Sports fan. I think I think too. Like I am. I am loyal, uh, and passionate. So, like, just knowing, like, I still wear Wheaton college gear all the time.
0: Yes, you do. You yes. know what I mean?
1: Because yes. that's me, and like, that's what I like. I just feel like I'm part of that, right? So, being a Boston sports fan is a thing for me because I'm, I, am i am loyal to it, and I'm passionate about it, and so, um, I think that, I think that's a good thing. At times, it can be a bad thing. At times, um, but uh, it can
0: be a hard thing at times. But I think it's always a good thing.
1: Yeah. It's better than the alternative. Totally, totally. I mean, Christ, (laughs) 2000 to now? Like, you kidding me? Holy
2: crap. Yeah, that's right, that's right.
1: I mean, (laughs) this doesn't even make any sense. And it's, you know, scary sometimes when you think about it. Like, I I can't imagine being like a, I don't know,
0: what fan? I don't know. Well as you know I think the bottom of the barrel fan is New York Knicks fans. Um, yeah. that's why I have a hard time believing Demel Ling is one but I give him credit cuz he is one and he has stuck with it but um yeah I can't imagine I just can't Can You imagine?
2: Can you imagine being a Knicks
0: fan right now? No. Can't imagine even
1: being a, a 76er fan?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yes. oh, oh. oh man. Forget it. Yeah. So
0: all right, 11 price, you got anything else you wanted to bring up? I, don't I mean, think so. Right? There's Kinvara, there's the double, the, the double. Yeah, I mean,
1: we did all that yeah. stuff. I mean, it was, it's a, it was a, it was a, you know, you know what we didn't do much of is we, in the, what, two years we lived there? A year and a half?
0: Two years, te- technically. Yeah, yeah, I guess a year and a half.
1: Um, we rarely ventured, like, way downtown.
0: No, yeah. I always wanted to. Never. And it was like, so hard to motivate it because then you had to add the T-Ride or the cab. Yes. Yeah. So not only are you dealing with the $5 cover, now you have to pay to get there and get back. Oh, it
1: was a, and it was a $20 cover down there.
0: Yeah. My yeah, favorite, so we never did that. Was, was one of my favorites was Reraz.
1: Reraz was good. But that was wasn't even, that's not even.
0: That's not even that far.
1: No, that was Fenway.
0: But we would come out of there and Jurgs would walk home. To, to not pay for the cab. Right. He would tell him walking. It's a good walk. Good walk. Solid walk. i have a long walk at 1.30. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah
1: we, we never, but we never went downtown. Yeah. Never.
0: I remember going in to see jean DJ once or twice at Vertigo. I definitely remember a couple nights at Hong Kong down at Faneuil Hall. Yeah. But yeah, it just wasn't in our wheelhouse. Yeah. It just, and it was fun, and you know what? I I would have loved to do it more, but at the same time, I mean, Austin had so many bars. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. I had so many bars.
2: Yeah,
0: for sure. So I was a great. I was such a college extension that area. I don't know if it's yeah. still that way or not, but it was. It was a yeah, great I mean, it's got to be
1: BUBC are right there.
2: I mean, it's yeah. all. You
0: know. I'll always appreciate that. I mean, I look at my cousins and stuff and kids. You know, between ages of 21 and 24. And like on the surface, they're just like idiots that are partying, right? Like working and partying. Yeah. But like I remember from our time there, like that's a weird time of life. Like even that just two years of like college is over, being a kid is over. I got it, you know, all. And I, I do, I really appreciate that we got to do those two years together. I was better equipped for the next 10 years yeah because in that time period we got to do it together and sort of support each other through it um not always in like overt ways but we certainly were a support system for each other in what's a weird time of life yeah uh
1: yeah i i I look back and the only thing i regret was where i was working i I, it just wasn't but i'm glad i did it because now i know that i that sit like that kind of sales job is not for yeah. me, like, it's, it's good. I just wish it lasted six months rather than two years,
0: you know? Yep. So, yeah, um, and I was working teaching at the Juvie Lockup in Dorchester. Yeah,
2: that's right.
0: My first day of work there, I brought a Celeste microwavable pizza for lunch on my first day. And I brought a fork from our kitchen and I brought a steak knife from our kitchen. And I sat down with the other teachers in the juvie lockup and started cutting my celeste with the steak knife. And they said, "I'm sorry, what are you doing with a steak knife, prison?" <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? What, what are you doing? They're like, "This is a prison, man. Like you can't bring that in here." Not a steak knife. That's a shank. That was when I realized I had to get my act together at the prison. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember
1: you telling stories about the fights that you'd see.
0: Oh my gosh. Horrifying. Horrifying. So it was yeah. a great job though. I love that job. Yeah. I made 24 grand a year at that mm. job. Oh,
1: nice. Yeah. I think I I think I started at 28.
0: Yep, but we were
1: pulling it in.
2: Whew.
1: <laughs> Enough to pay for rent, my Buick Skylark. And uh, and um and a couple beers on the weekends. <laughs>
0: All right. So from eleven price, you had Key West. We had a bunch of summer's time in a here and there for different parties. Uh, yeah, the self-named by me, unfortunately, Timmy Palooza party every summer. I feel like you were at a, a lot. Good of, one. It was a good uh, one. Oh, it's the best. Uh, mm-hmm. We had Halloween parties here in Springfield that. Yeah, you, I went
1: to a couple best, of those.
0: Had some fun at. Yeah. Um, and then of course we have six or seven lake house weekends now in under our belt maybe even, yeah. which has become Which what, have
1: really that is that it? You've been doing it for more than 6 years, right?
0: I mean maybe 7, but it's not as long as you would think. It took us yeah. longer to get that going than it should have.
1: Yeah. Um yeah. which really has really, you know, turned into, you know, unfortunately this year it was it was was not everyone there but when everyone's there it's you know it's something that um something that you look forward to certainly for a year but when it gets closer you really start looking forward to it um and then it doesn't let you down because you just have so much fun in the la- i mean it's like i don't know it's just, it's just such a good weekend it really there's, is
0: there's so many events in life that let you down you're right yeah. even if just a little yeah. That one never lets us down. Doesn't let you down.
1: Adam. Even, with, even that time when it rained and we had to stay in. Yeah. It was, not, it was awesome. We just had a blast, you know? So, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. What a great group of guys. Really. Just
0: a, so, so fun. No, so it, fun. Couldn't, it couldn't be a better group of guys. And I've really respected how much, I mean, we've always been connected and Lake House Weekend has been like an anchor of the connection. It, it kind of, yeah, it's definitely the foundation of this this wide net of long distance friendships,
2: yeah. but
0: um, I will say this year it's been better than ever. Uh, yeah. Because as soon as this pandemic hit, I mean, I've missed a, I've missed some Wednesdays this summer because I'm doing stuff, but that Wednesday night Zoom is just awesome. indescribable How valuable it is, and for totally. me, in April, May, in June, oh, my oh. God. dude,
1: I would be so depressed on Tuesday, on Thursday morning after I, we had that Zoom, I'd be just in such a better mood. It yeah. really, I mean, really just, it was one of those things you could look forward to without, stu- you know, because that whole time there was nothing to look mm-hmm. for. It was Groundhog Day every day. Uh, you know what else helped helped uh, um, our group a lot was the WhatsApp.
0: Yeah, well that, yeah, and again, you know, I, that
1: I, started however many years ago and once we did the WhatsApp and yeah. everyone would chime in and like, we do it now on a daily basis. People, I mean, it's you know. I'll wake up tomorrow morning. Nick will already hey, be texting us Nick. at five thirty, six o'clock. Every morning, it's way so to work.
0: Every morning,
1: <laughs> yeah. So it is great. I look forward to it. Love I love it. that.
2: I love it. You know, it
1: could be a funny thing, could be a political thing, could be like a momentous thing, or you know, something happens with you, anything. And it's just so great, you know. Yeah. Could be funny. Could be sad. Could be. Yeah, it's really good. good and group. it's
0: such a it's such a group of guys, such a large group of guys, but still so close. But it's like. Sometimes, like, I'll get that, like, happy birthday, so and so. I'll be like, damn, it's someone else's birthday already. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, but there's so many guys on there, so it's going to yeah. be, there's always going to be someone up. Um, yeah, that has been, that's been a lifesaver. Yeah. Um, and our, just the friendships in general have been lifesavers. Um, all right, so let's, uh, let's change gears here a little bit. Let me ask you, um, how old's Drew? Mm. What do you love about him? <laughs> Drew
1: is eight, soon to be nine. Well, he'll be nine in November. So he's going into third grade. Um, You know, he was our first. And, um, you know, uh, Drew is, um, he's just got such a good heart. He's a lot like his mom. Um, He's selfless in that way where he's thinking about other people first. Yeah. Um, And uh, sensitive at times, but just a good, good kid. Um, you know, one of those kids you just don't have to really worry about. Um, yeah. um, so yeah, he's he's a he's a special kid. Um, I wish he'd get off his damn iPad a little bit more.
0: I know it's been bothering you. I you know, know what it is? Bother- it's
1: not, I mean, listen, it's not bothering me. I just wish he'd. Um, it's funny as a father, you, you you know, you look you look at your kids um and you just want
2: you
1: you obviously know way more than they do and you just want to shake them and be like just you need to do this because it's good for you yep but you can't do that you have to let them do it on their own right so it's it's such a weird feeling um but yeah no he's gonna be fine he's gonna be just fine
0: oh he's a great kid yeah he's a good kid all right coop how old is he what do you love about him
1: Coop four, he'll be five in a month. Um, Coop's, it's funny too. You think about your kids and, you know, you don't know this going into it, but like, you know, and you think about nurture versus, versus nature and how these kids get to be they, the way they are. But Coop is, Coop's a fucking crazy person. <laughs> he is, man. <laughs> like, he's great. Like, he couldn't, the other night I had, uh, uh, we were outside I had a friend over, we were just sitting outside having a drink by the fire pit, and Coop was outside by himself, talking to himself, playing for like an hour. Yeah. Totally talking to himself, totally doing his own thing. Um, the Looney Tune, man, he was, but just totally content. Yeah. You know? today, I went, today I went into the room, he was watching a show uh, on YouTube, and he's like, get out of here. Get out. <laughs> Kids four, leave me alone. Get out. <laughs> what do you mean? What are you talking about? I just got home. What are you talking about?
2: Love you too,
1: bud. <laughs> it, totally, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he's, he's great. He's got such a great personality. He's really funny. Um, I think, um, you know, I think if you had to, you know, I think Drew looks more like me um and acts like his mom i think uh Coop looks more like his mom and good luck acts just like his dad so we'll, <laughs> see, we'll see what happens we'll see what happens with these guys but um, i can definitely see cooper winning lip-sync contests in, yes. <laughs> uh, in his college years that's let's put it that way
0: <laughs> Yeah. Well, None I'll tell people. you, it's definitely been, um, it's been great that you've started coming for those nights in the Gunkwit because it's gotten our kids to know each other. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, last year we had the Labor Day weekend at the lake with all the kids, uh, which I won't do this year, but I'm sure by next year we'll be back. Yeah, we can,
2: yeah.
0: yeah for sure. um, But it's, uh, that's been a cool thing, like connecting you know, there's just so many steps. But like, I think in our 30s, our crew, like we've been talking about has done such a good job between Lake Weekend and WhatsApp and uh, Zooms and finding time to get our families together. Like, you know, people always say like, you're so lucky to have like such good college friends. And like, I'm totally lucky to have such good college friends. But I'm most I'm also lucky that all of our friends are so dedicated to each other, right? Like it's not luck that gets you to drive to Maine every summer or, you know, like us to get together. Like it's, 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 you have to
1: do friendship. Totally agree. And as we get older, it means more. It has more, I don't know. Just I feel like it's more important. and I don't know.
0: Yeah. And people say they don't keep in touch with college friends, but I'm like, or, you know, it's hard to keep this up. And I'm like, you know what? Like we're kind of doing it.
1: I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure fast. we're vested, man. I don't think this,
0: yeah, I'm sure I'm not,
1: it. this ain't gonna stop.
0: No, and then all of a sudden it's gonna get way easier because then yeah. our kids go to colleges and be like, hey, what are we doing <laughs> this weekend?
1: <laughs> <Let's> oh, <go. laughs> hopefully by then have more money.
0: Yeah, we'll have money. We'll be like, hey, let's <laughs> go, let's, go. let's yeah, go, right. go for the weekend. We'll meet you there. We got a yeah. room, you know, totally. Um. So nah, your family, your family's awesome. And yeah. you don't have to say anything, but Rachel is freaking awesome.
1: Yeah. Rachel's the best. She, so, it's so funny. She was away. <laughs> she, this is a great story. This is Rachel in a nutshell. It's so funny. It's like, she was away this weekend with the girls. And so she left on Friday, like early or late late morning, early afternoon. And I'm working from home. And so, um, and so my neighbor um, called and was like, "Hey, what are the boys doing? Do they want to go to the pool?" Uh, he's got a friend who's got a pool, so sometimes he takes the boys with his girls over to the pool. I'm like, "That'd be great." I'm working; they're just sitting here. And so I uh, I go upstairs. I'm looking for Coop's swimming stuff, his bathing suits and his you know sun shirt and all that stuff. And I'm like, "Where the hell? Where is this stuff?" <laughs> and so. <laughs> And so like I'm like she left an hour ago. I cannot call Rachel an hour into her girls weekend to be like help me. Right? <laughs> so I'm like fuck. So I just can't fi- I can't find it. So finally I call her I'm like Ugh. I'm like where's Coop's stuff? She's like why is he going swimming? She's like I thought he might. So I put his bathing suit, his towel, his swim shirt his- all in a bag and it's downstairs. <laughs> um, and I'm like, so typical, my yeah. wife, who thinks of everything. And, like, I just, if she was ever, yeah, I, I, I can't do anything by myself. So she does it. <laughs> and, and mind you, and this is, you know, I, up in their bedrooms, all their clothes were lined up for the yeah. three days. She was gone.
0: For the three days? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Underwear,
1: shorts, and shirt, and pajamas. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's my wife. So yes, we don't have to talk about Rachel, but we will. And she's
2: fabulous. <laughs> very lucky.
0: All right. So the four Boston sports teams. Okay. So this podcast stemmed from the fact that Tino Popstar was upset with some of your takes on Boston sports, both now and historically. And he was equally upset with some of Chris Jorgensen, a.k.a. Jurgs' takes. Yeah. Uh, There was talk of a podcast called Bruno and the Boob, which would be you and Jurgs giving your horrible takes, (laughs) at least according to Tino Popstar on Boston Sports. Um, The Boob, Jurgs, when I reached out and said, do you have good audio on your laptop? His response was something like, I don't have a laptop, my Wi-Fi is not good, and audio is not even possible. <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it, was, it, was, it was not a maybe. It was an absolutely not. Uh. Yes. So, anyways, not. So that brings us to you. So, we only have half of the Bruno and the Boob team. Mm. But I'd like to just go one team at a time. Well, not before good. we get into it, and I yeah, just want to
1: clarify one thing. You know, when, when Tino like, – first of all, Tino, Tino <laughs> saying I have a bad sports take is like <laughs> – it's so foolish. He I mean let's look at the let's look at his favorite athletes of all time. I mean, if we just name his favorite athletes, I mean, what are we talking? Antoine Walker. Antoine Brian. Walker. Okay. I I'll I'll accept that. But then we what are we doing? Kelly O'Linick? <laughs> I mean, David Price. Well.
0: He does love David Price? Oh
1: God! <laughs> a... Anyways, so I go ahead. Let's get into it.
0: Yeah. So you're you're. This is your chance to show the world that your sports takes are solid, and that it's Tino Popstar who's.
1: Well, it's funny. I mean, the, the reason why. So Tino Popstar, the year they won the World Series, Tino Popstar watched pretty much every single Red Sox game.
2: That was beautiful
1: incredible yeah and then he'd give us a quick recap at the end of all of them every game every game i think he missed like a handful maybe four or five games and
0: he missed them kind of early and he regretted it admittedly later on yeah Yeah.
1: but it was really cool and if we were smart we would have documented all of it and saved all his text messages
2: and wrote a book about it yes
1: um um but it was really incredible but anyways but that whole season david price you know was a dog overpriced complaining all the time hadn't won a playoff game i was down on him he sucked at the beginning of the season you know and the whole time tino was just like you know you know he just wanted you know he wanted rah rah fun oh they're winning be nice be nice to david price mm, you know like that. that's not the way a boston sports fan is it's just not we tell it like it is he was an overpaid jackass. Now, as the season turned out, it turned out pretty good for Tino uh, as David Price finally won a playoff game um, and did so in the World Series. But, um, but yeah, I, I still haven't changed my mind about David Price.
0: I know you haven't. I know you haven't, despite many texts with you wearing a certain bathing suit. And- yeah, it's true. That's, true. <laughs> that's the voice bubble of David Price. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, but basically, go, first, let's we can talk about. if you want to talk about the base about baseball about the Red Sox, we can talk about the base uh, about the Red Sox.
2: We're gonna baseball in itself, order.
0: what? We're gonna go in order. Okay, good. I'm gonna The mic is yours. Got it. Where are the Red Sox at? Where do they go from here? What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, uh, the Red Sox. Where are they at? They're well. They're currently, I believe, nine and twenty. They have the third highest payroll.
0: I didn't know they still had the third highest payroll. Wow. Yeah.
1: Um, They traded off their best player. And in doing so, did not get a pitcher, which I thought was a little strange. Um, So they're in trouble. And they're going to be in trouble for a long time. They don't have uh, any money to spend. And they don't have any prospects to trade. So they're not going to be good for a long time. Okay. Um, I don't think unless they, no, they can't be, they have no pitching. They have terrible contracts.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, I don't think they're going to be good for a long time. In fact, I was listening today to Maz, maybe Maz is a baseball guy uh, for, for those listening. Uh, Felger and Maz is a radio show here in Boston, but, um, but Maz was saying that, it could be a dumpster fire, like the only people they won't trade are Devers and Bogarts potentially, um, and those are the two only two people he would definitely keep. But everyone else would just be, you know. And I think that's the right way to go. Let's just start over, man. But that's if I cared. <laughs> and honest to God, Tim, I don't like it. I don't want to watch baseball. I don't care to watch baseball. Like, if they were good, sure. I'd put the TV on. I'd watch a pitch or two. (laughs) But, like, it's awful. It's
2: brutal.
1: Oh, it's It's painful to watch.
2: Yeah, it's brutal.
1: Oh, you know what? Hey, you know what I have? I have four extra hours on a Tuesday night (laughs) to watch a fucking baseball game. Are you (laughs) kidding me?
0: Who does that? Who does I don't know who does it. I don't know they're still on TV so somebody's doing it yeah i'll tell you who's doing it it's 85
1: year old men who fall asleep in the fourth inning on their lou- in their fucking armchair
0: <laughs> tv's just on commercials on death yeah, <laughs> totally
1: it's it, oh it's such a bad game it really is it's so bo- actually i should let me rephrase it's a good game it's a great game the the way they are doing uh the way major league baseball is 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 it's awful, it's slow. And that's another thing I hate about David Price. When they're like, we need a pitch clock. You got 20 seconds between pitches. He's like, absolutely not. Here he, the, the, the sport is suffering and a guy who mm. walks around the fucking mounds gotta pick up the bag, rub the ball, <laughs> fucking, oh, just throw it, please just throw it. Just yeah. throw it. you know? And here he is, his sport, is declining in numbers, and he's just like, "No, no, I need my time between pitches <laughs> and my thirty-five million dollars a year."
0: <laughs> oh, it's the worst. We go to um, minor league games in Hartford, and they have a pitch clock, and it's fantastic. It just it's like Rainer. It just happens like the game is happening. It's not. It's and it's got a rhythm. The pitch clock even gives it like a rhythm. Like yeah, totally. You know, um, all right. Next sport and team, where they at? What do you think? New England Patriots. Uh, that's a good one. Um, all right, let me,
1: let me start by saying um, I was listening today um, to someone. I can't remember. It was a beat reporter for the Patriots. I can't remember who it was, but they were asking him who – what is the – what is the depth chart or what are the best wide receivers? And he said, Julian Edelman is one, two, and three. (laughs) And so it's alarming, right? So their receiving core is not good. No. Not good. Um, They don't have any tight ends other than the two guys they drafted. I guess that Asi Asi kid from UCLA um, has been, you know, showing some good signs, but he also, you know, he fumbled, I guess, the other day and, like, dropped an easy pass. He had to run two, two penalty laps after practice or whatever. Um, so he's a rookie. What are we yeah. going to
2: do? Yeah, yeah. You no, know,
1: Edelman's great. Edelman is great when he had Gronk and when he had someone on the outside. And when you can't just focus on him. But if, if t- defenses can focus on Edelman and double-team him and everyone else, is just, it's going to be a disaster. Um, I think, um, some of their draft picks were kind of intriguing that Duggar kid, is that his name? Duggar, the dude from the D2 school.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Duggar.
1: I guess he's been doing pretty good. He's kind of a freak. Um, and then, um, who's that? The Alabama running back they got last draft. I don't know. Dame, uh, uh, Harris. Um, I guess he's been opening some eyes. Um. So, all in all, it looks terrible, which probably means they'll win the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, because in true Belichick fashion, you just can't – what are you going to do? You're going to say, no, they're not going to be good? Yeah. I mean, we didn't even talk about quarterback yet. It's going to be Cam Newton's job,
2: yeah. right? Of course.
1: Um, but, I don't know, man. You, I, I've, been, I, I've seen this movie. I've seen this movie before with injuries or with – Trades when you get when they get rid of a good player, you know, um, a Malloy or a Seymour or you know go on down the line, and they just let players go like, you know, good players, and then we end up, you know, twelve and four.
2: Yeah,
1: it's hard to bet against that guy, and until he proves us wrong, I'm going to put my money on him. Um, yeah, and, and you know, I I think. I think the AFC East not being good helps us a little bit, but um, this year is, I don't know. I I think we probably win 10 games and go to the playoffs, maybe make some noise. In the future, who knows? Who knows? I think it all depends on quarterback.
0: I really want to be good this year. And I know it's like greedy to say that, but, and yeah, of course, I'm not like anti Brady but I want to be better than Tampa Bay. I do. I, that's I do. He left and I love him and I'm grateful. He's got kind of weird and annoying towards the end, but whatever, I'll get over it. Um, I want to be team Belichick. I want, I I am like almost more driven now.
1: Yeah. To well, want them to be really good. Exactly, Tim. And that's kind of what I was saying earlier in terms of like the loyalty piece. It's a, it's a being a Boston's, sports fan is a loyalty thing. And of course we're team Belichick because like you said, you'll get over it. The Brady thing, him being weird and kind of douchey. And now that he's on Tampa Bay and, you know, going to all the, you know, preseason workouts yeah. and not missing anything, even though for the last three season, he had to be with his family in Costa yeah. Rica. Couldn't yep. make the workouts here. And fine, fine. I forgive you. I, mean, I you don't owe me anything. I don't yeah. do whatever you got to do. You were great here. But you're kind of being a douche. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, and believe me, it, once, he, once he gets into the Hall of Fame, I hope I can take my two boys uh, to that trip and see it in person. That would be great because um, I love him. Um, but, yes, it would be great
0: if the Pats were better than Tampa. Uh, I want Cam Newton to be so good. He might be. He could be. All right. Could not be. You're team number three, your Boston Celtics.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think out of all four teams, this is the team to be the most excited about. Um, not just for this season, but for like the next several.
2: I mean, we have two. What? Jalen Brown's what? 22? Think
0: he's twenty-three, just twenty-three, but he's twenty-five. Tatum's twenty-one. Yeah, twenty-one. So you know, and then Kemba's
1: here for another what four years or three years.
0: Three more years, yeah.
1: Um, so those three will be here for the next three, four years at least. Yeah. Um Hayward's gonna go, because we're gonna have to give that money to Tatum, but I don't know, man. They're just getting better every year. And they're yeah. young and they're good. And the good thing about basketball is you really only need – I mean, if you have two, three great players, you're so good. Yeah. You're only 12 players on the team. And if, you know, a quarter of your players are great, you're going to be good for a long time. So, And Danny Means does a great job.
2: Think
0: we're um, going to beat the Raptors?
1: Um, I think they should beat the raptors this year i think
0: um i think is lowry hurt too a little bit he turned an ankle the end of the last game but no one knows how serious right now yeah well i mean he i mean
1: he won't be 100 um i don't know they they just won so they have experience they have that thing but the celtics should beat them i mean don't you think roster wise
0: uh, the Raptors finished ahead of us, and they 've had an incredible year they got a they they got one of the only coaches i fear um, they 're good they 're really good i 'm actually really nervous not having Hayward in this series and i 'm not a big Hayward guy.
2: Yeah.
0: I think he would have mattered in this series i don 't think our bench is good enough to have lost a thirty minute a game guy uh, but a lot of guys I debate with say we 're better off without him so we'll um, we 'll see can we beat him absolutely, but I think this is a, a I think this is a bit of a toss up. This is going to be a really, I think it could be the best of the round two series in the end. Is
1: Hayward for sure out?
0: I mean, like he that left. doesn't
1: make sense to me. Why? I, don't, I don't understand. I know it's a sprain, but fucking throw some ice on it. 12 inches day. sprained
0: his ankle and went for 43 in a buzzer beater yesterday. Like I, That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. Well, he's gone. He's definitely out, um, at least for another week or two, because he left the bubble. He's home. I know. I know. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Yeah. I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> um, last but not least, the one I know the least about, except that we <laughs> have a one oh lead in round two over the other best team in the NHL, Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, yeah. which gave they up almost two goals in the third yesterday.
1: They almost let it go. They no, almost it, gave it up.
0: It wasn't good, but yeah. talk to us about
1: the bees. Yeah, the bees are getting old. Um And so they really blew it last year by blowing that Game 7 or blowing that, yeah, against St. Louis because they were the better team. Um, And if you think back to when they did win the Stanley Cup, it basically was the opposite, right? So Vancouver was the better, more skilled team, and the Bruins just beat them up um, and ended up winning Game 7 in Vancouver 3-0. And the same thing happened to us last year. So we really blew it. You know, Zidane Ocharis, what, 43 years old, um, Bergeron's getting up there. Krejci's getting up there. Um, we've got some really good young players um, in um, Pasternak and, and, and um, what's his face? Charlie McAvoy, um, the defenseman. Um, but um, this opportunity for them, they could definitely win this year, 100%. Yeah. Uh,
2: and
1: then, uh, and then long-term, I don't know. Don Sweeney's doing a pretty good job. Um, so I like what he's been doing. Um, but we'll see. Um, this is a great opportunity. They should have won last year. That was it. That was the year they, they had, they had, when they, when they went to the playoffs, basically the, the, the capitals lost and they didn't have to face the capitals and they didn't have to face Tampa Bay. Yeah. You know, so they got a cakewalk all the way, which maybe hurt them. You know, it might've ended up hurting them, Um, That they didn't get those crazy hard series um, so that when they did get to the finals, uh, they were a little bit better. But, um, yeah, last year was their year. Um, And they blew it.
0: Will Drew watch the Bruins with you tomorrow night? No. No. (laughs) But he does love hockey.
2: Drew, Drew
1: likes hockey. Drew likes playing hockey. He really enjoys it. I think he likes sports in general for the social piece right now. Um, which is great. I want him to just like it, to want to come back. And if he keeps coming back, um, it means he likes it. And, you know, eventually – the other day, actually, we went outside and he wanted to to practice soccer a little bit, which was nice. Um, The only thing about Drew is what I'd like to see is him take it upon himself. Now, he's only eight, um, so maybe I'm doing a little hard, but I'd like to see him take it upon himself to go outside by himself. Without me having to say, "Hey, Drew, how about you do something other than look at your iPad?" Um, but I'd like to see him go outside and take it upon himself to practice something.
0: I yeah, think- well, it's 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 different in this generation, man. I mean, I had two AAU workouts at my house today, and I had 16 girls cycle through for the two different. Like they do drills, then they do jogging, and I time them and stuff. And uh, this is your team. This is, yeah, Mela's team and Tegan's team. I like – I'm doing outdoor workouts in our backyard. And, you coach both those teams? Yeah, and, uh, but we didn't have a season in AAU. We had tryouts. I made teams, and then the band took it. So I'm just trying to do something now that it's a little safer. But, you know, it's like I see these girls I coach. Some of them are really talented players, and some of them haven't done anything. And I, like, have them run a mile, and it's like they haven't done anything. Never, and that's just fitness, but they haven't yeah. done and even, like, Tegan, who is really good at basketball right now going into fifth grade, but, like, she worked really hard today at that. She will not touch a basketball again until I run a team workout in our backyard next week. Right. And she's 10. So, I know you say Drew's only eight, and you're right. But, like, yeah. I'm always saying to her, like, you, you're, not, you're not just going to stay – Good. If you don't do something to to like yes. stay good, you know. Right. Um, I
1: I start my practices with Drew's team, um, asking the same question. They all line up. They all have a ball. They all look at me, and I say, "Who practiced on their own since the last time we met?"
0: I love it. That's good. I like I like how you asked it. Ask it systematically because I kind of ask it while they're warming up, mm. but I don't make it a moment. I like that. I'm gonna make it a moment.
1: Yeah, and I ask, and, you know, part of it is because I really want to see who's doing it. Um, yeah. And part of it, too, is I want, because Drew knows he cannot raise his hand.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And
1: I want him to see, even though I'm sure other kids are lying, <laughs>
2: um,
1: but I want him to see that. Yeah. You know, who's yeah. actually going home and practicing? And I give them drills. I say, listen, this is a drill you can do in your socks in front of your television, yeah. in, your, in your living room. You do this for 15 minutes a day, you are going to be so much better. Um, so that's the stuff I would like to see Drew do more of. Cooper the other, <laughs> Coop the other day, we went outside. And I made the two boys, when Rach was away, I made the two boys come outside and, and practice soccer. And, uh, and Coop wanted nothing to do with it. <laughs> Zero. Like every 10 seconds going back to the water bottle. Thirsty. <laughs> zero interest
0: all right so you once told me in our 20s that you wanted to write a book and the title of the book was going to be if i have it correctly i have it correct i think you want to hear what i have to say
1: yeah yeah i think it was something like that or i think you ought to know what i have to say yeah Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so I want
0: to start a little segment here on the My Tribe podcast. This will be our first segment of. I think you want to hear what I have to say. Yeah. Uh, Got anything you want to share? Um. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Sure.
1: So it's funny, and it's a great segue as we've been talking about sports. But this is the first year in like two decades that I'm not doing fantasy football.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And I gotta say, I am about 15 years past when I should have quit fantasy football. <laughs> what a ridiculous waste of time <laughs> fantasy football is. <laughs> and when you think about it, right? Okay, so oh, fine. Maybe 15 years is a little exaggerated. Like, Maybe, so Drew's going to be nine. I'm about eight years past when I, sh- when I should have started stopped playing fo- fantasy football. What a colossal waste of time. <laughs> from work, from your family, yeah. from like all of a sudden I'm watching the Atlanta Falcons play the Saints because I need to see how many fucking points the backup running back gets. Like, it's just ridiculous. So stupid. So stupid. And, 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 and as, like, especially in your 40s, and it's called fantasy. <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, I, I just, I, I'm so ashamed and embarrassed. And not to mention, like, <laughs> the bickering that goes on between, like, league members like like we're real owners of a team like that trade's not fair don't do it oh commissioner don't do that oh he didn't put his players and he didn't sub his players on time he can't oh my god and and, like getting caught up into that shit as a grown-up oh i hate it i hate it so you want to know what i have to say if you are a grown man or a grown up, stop playing fantasy football or fantasy sports. Go fucking gamble, go to the casino, go put some money down on a line, do whatever, go to the sports book, gamble. Stop, stop, stop it with the fantasy football. You're a grown up.
2: Uh I think they do hear what you have to say. <laughs>
0: Oh, fantastic! Good, good start to that segment. Good start. Thanks, buddy. All right, so I got a couple of things to say here. Um, I'm gonna get gushy, mushy, gushy. All right, okay. I love that. So this. there's some Whatever. things I love. There's some things I love about you. Okay? okay. And some things I've learned from you. All right, and I'm gonna go in no order here, other than I already said you taught me in a lot of ways how to be a true Boston sports fan through and through. I had yep. it in me but I didn't fully understand it till I lived with you. All right. So there's that. I appreciate that. Um, I've said this to you before, but I want to say it on the podcast, which is I've, I from afar, so admired when you stopped playing soccer at Wheaton to instead pursue acting at Wheaton and be in that play. Cause you were a soccer dude and so much so that you went back and coached there. Right. So like that was a major part of your identity the same way that basketball was and is a major part of my identity. You know, it it helped give me roots. Um, but I, I just remember hearing that you were doing that and then talking to you about it and just so admiring that you were able to drop something, which on the surface, at least, was such a part of who you were, to do something else, which you want, you were passionate about, and it was almost like a year early, but it was like a microcosm of what you start to do in your twenties, right? Like I had to realize I'm not coaching UCLA, right? Yeah. So like, go find something else you care about, um, and you did that. I just feel like you were so ahead of your curve, ahead of the curve on that move, um, and so unique in that move. Um, I absolutely love your commitment to fun. Um, I think this might be one of the things that brings us together the most is just like it's just like if i can't look off in the future and see that next big fun thing i'm like what's going on and it's why pandemic was so hard for you is you're just like i don't see anything fun out there 100%, 100%. <laughs> uh, so it made it made our friendship uh really easy as i think we both just found in the other person someone that just wanted to have fun wanted to laugh wanted to do something social um, and that's been awesome. Um, I think that you have an incredible ability. Um, and I've, I I know a few people in life like this and you're one of them. just whoever you're talking to, that person, when you're talking to them, in my opinion, feels like the most important person in the world. Like you have, I'm sure it makes you really good at your job. Um, and my sister Mary Kate has it in a different way, but she has that too like, you just zone in on what, who you're talking to. Um, and I've, I love that about you and I probably love talking to you cause you make me feel important when you're talking to me, but like, uh, I just think that's such a cool trait that you have. Um, and, um, you mentioned this yourself, but I had written it down before you said it, which is, I, I also just love your loyalty. Um, you are a loyal friend and a loyal person. And, uh, as I said, when our relationship was growing momentum, the last two years of college, you immediately dove into loyalty. Like you didn't like, wait, it wasn't like, I'm still feeling this out. And like you said, with Myrick, like you weren't sure. And then 20 minutes in, you were loyal to Myrick, right? Like, um, that's really cool about you. And then, like I said, recently, your laugh, uh, your laugh is just, I think it's one of the top five. I think it's one of the top five. Uh, and I love hanging out with a good laugh. I love it. Uh, so, man, you've been an awesome friend, um, a fun friend. I can't believe we have two deck like, over 20 years of friendship. Crazy, right? Crazy. It's unbelievable. Like, I've been friends with you more in my life than I wasn't friends with you. And here I am thinking, man, we really right. missed out freshman and sophomore year. Man, oh, us. You know what I mean? It blew my mind. Yeah, that's, isn't that crazy? Uh, so, uh, yeah, man, you're the best. Absolutely love you. No, you are. And, uh. We should do one of these
1: for you. We should do a roast for you. That would be great.
0: I would do that. That'll be episode fifty of the My, <laughs> my Tribe podcast.
1: <laughs> I'll set it up. I'll set up all the guests. This, 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 this right here is gonna be a springboard.
0: Yeah, that's right. This
1: is a springboard into my own podcast. Yes. Thank you, Timmy.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, well, I love you, man. Thank you so much you too, for coming on and uh
1: Yeah, this was fun. How long do we talk for? That seems like oh my god.
0: Almost two hours. Jesus. Hey, this podcast is about twenty years from now. Can
1: you yeah, imagine man. how? Or no, no. tr- Drew and Coop listening to this twenty years yes. from now?
0: The girls we're they- are sixty, and we're in the Bahamas, and we're like, "Hey, let's play that podcast." I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thanks for joining, man. I love you so much. I love you more. Keep it moving, yeah, yeah. Keep it moving, yeah, yeah, to the KIM. Keep it moving, true that to the
2: KIM. Ain't got no time for shucking and jiving.